Isaac and Declan, this is your mission if you choose to accept it. You must find things that are shameful and expose them. And then be humorous and maybe even topical. Yes. I'm not sure why I'm speaking like this. I think that perhaps I think I'm in a movie from the 1970s. Yes. Anyway. <coughs> Hello, Isaac and Declan. It's me, Shayeti. I just wanted to uh, send you a message. Uh, I just wanted to send you a massage. And so I just wanted to send you a message. And thank you very much for my Patreon gift. My lovely cushion. My that's a shame cushion. Yes. I'm not going to share it with Dealey the Cat because he may not give me back and he'll probably ruin it. So I am keeping it to myself. I will take my cushion with me and insist that I sit on it whenever I listen to an episode of the show. No, no. But Dealey ain't getting anywhere near it. All right. Um, can't wait to see what other goodies there'll be in the That's a Shame shop available from... Well, it's not available yet, is it? Soon. Anyway, just wanted to say thank you and uh, keep up the good work. Um, Yeti's everywhere. Love your show. I know that because I spoke to my auntie Muriel Yeti and she said that. Oh, sorry, I'm going. All right, I'm going, I'm going. Bye now. Hello and welcome to episode 59 of the ever less popular That's a Shame. On the way out, chaps, you joined this train hurtling off a precipice. We said 2018 was going to be a big year for us and it was because it's the finale. Look, we're joking. Yes. But only in a sense, Only about the second. Only about bit. our tone. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't mind. You know, I mean, people, you know, they're fickle beasts. I, it's quality, not quantity. That's true, exactly. When it comes to listenership. Yeah. Because I, like, who's been listening that's turned off? What do you think is turning people off? Do you think uh, it's well, you? for my mum, it's the threat of more episodes. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that'll do it. Definitely. <laughs> I mean, that's a hard one. My girlfriend said, uh, just not even an hour ago that she's been put off me a bit by listening to the last few episodes. She said, I might stop listening. It's putting me off you oh, because no. of, um, your constant weirdness. No, 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 no. She's not. I because don't think anyone's I'm, picked up on it. She's beginning to prefer me. No. Oh, I wouldn't have thought so. <laughs> have you heard yourself? <laughs> well, of course, I don't listen back to this just in case. Day by day. No, it was, she, I, when we were discussing the bath mat, apparently I went into some quite graphic detail about something to do with the bathroom, which I, it doesn't sound like me because I'm no, very prudish about. Yeah, but you, you, you do this, you humor. just, you just disgust yourself and others. Yeah, well, I guess, but I don't, I've, I've listened back to that episode and I didn't notice doing anything especially egregious. Anyway, I'm Isaac. I'm Declan. Thanks for still being here. Hell of a show we've got planned for you. I'd have said so. Planned. Look, last Look, week last week we did some planning. This week I've done some planning. Oh, me too. No, you haven't. Well, don't don't lie. I'm not planned, but I am holding a pad for this episode. A blank is, one. Yeah. Very much like your contributions to this episode. What? The blank canvas upon which we paint all the art that we ever come up with. No, the yes, emptiness. 
of your absolute inability to come up with content I'm a that isn't a guy. quiz someone else wrote online. <laughs> or You're some, on to or me. some absolutely horrific <laughs> pornography that you decide to read to us on the Christmas of all days. Oh, there we were. Festive. Anyway, speaking of your girlfriend's favourite topic, uh-huh. uh, bathroom humour. Yeah. I've Which got- I, for the record, despise. Well, I'm holding a bottle of Drano. Yeah. Now, don't say Drano like everyone knows what that is. Drano. Bus- Buster, it's called. Buster? Buster. <laughs> plug hole unblocker. Okay. Specifies for bathroom. Dissolves hair. Is and this where we've got to? Dissolves hair. <laughs> And sludge. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that horrible thing to say. What's sludge in the context of the bathroom? I never want to know. And I think your girlfriend does even less. Do you think if you. you're a plumber, you have like a, they usher you into a dark room? They do, of course. It's like, they, when you get like your schedule of training, it's like, okay, so day one drains, day two, uh, like hair. Hair, yeah. Day three, like valves. And then you're like, day four doesn't say anything. It's got a room here, but it doesn't say. And you go and you're like, and the door like flings open and they just no, just, it just creak. One bulb swings. Yeah. <laughs> That's how bulbs sound. <laughs> <laughs> That's how my And anyway, you go in and they tell you all about sludge. Because it must be, what is it then? It's just everything else that happens in a shower. Yeah. Uh, well, what are people doing in a shower? I heard a very well, interesting. Don't say people like, we haven't had to buy this for our own shower. Yeah, but it's not because of me. Because well, I've I, I lived mean, with myself for a year and never had to I mean, drain over my Well, I've never shower. had to drain a shower before either. Okay, but you well, can't say it's Mark. No, because we have to talk about this, don't we? What? Where we uh, owe Mark yeah, a public we, apology. We do owe Nark all kinds of apologies. <laughs> Nark. Mark went through his first day of a new job and on top of the form, Edwin. <laughs> Nark. <laughs> they think he's going to rat him out. They think that it's a drug den. So, okay, um, yeah, so. We confronted Mark. About the bath mat we situation. We sat down. We did this interesting interrogative technique, which I think you guys Called might want to try. conga. <laughs> That's the one. We all sat in a line and we said, well, I think you brought it up. And I was kind of, I was playing not good cop, but... Um, You're playing cowardly cop. No, it wasn't cowardly, actually. It was no. very, very calculated. <laughs> you sound like Trump. <laughs> it was actually very, very brave. <laughs> what I was doing. Tremendously brave. <laughs> no, what I, my angle was... Uh, I was going for that not angry, I'm disappointed. I was like, look, I, I don't want to bring it up now. I want it to just sit with you for a bit. But eventually we asked him to come up with what he thought I might be upset about. Because Declan was like, look, Isaac's got a problem, a big problem. I think you overblew the whole thing. Well, I think if we listen back to that episode, you accused him of being a serial killer <laughs> because of an unproven hypothesis that he was moving the mat. So uh, it's hard to overstate wow. your annoyance. Okay, situation. no, it's good to know what team you're on. So he said, is it something to do with... He said, is it something to do with it? L? And I was like, no, what, no, do you, what are you talking like? about? You've been licking all the walls. Because <laughs> <laughs> I've been wondering why I have to fucking clean them every day. No, it turns out he's leaving the light on. So now we're annoyed about that. <laughs> I'm not, I don't mind that. Um, but it turns out... Flat out denial. Has never moved the bathroom. He looked mat. shocked by the He looked very disturbed by the idea that anyone had. But also, on the flip side of that disturbance was... Uh, he was both disturbed about the accusation, but also now realising that neither of us are doing it. He realised that, once again, 
ghosts. It's ghosts. It's ghosts all the way down. We've this week discovered ghosts throughout our big sack of onions. Yeah, there's a giant sack of onions. It was like something Willy Wonka would give you if he was a pervert rather Which than a chocolatier. <laughs> I don't know that he is. He I mean, other than being called is. Willy Wonka and inviting children over all the time. I mean, what's, what's <laughs> there to what's there to throw these accusations at him? Is it that um, army of Oompa Loompa? Mm. No. Um, that, so that vanished. Then Declan and I were playing a game of zombies, which we had to specify today when Declan brought it up. Because between friends saying zombies, we know you mean Nazi zombies, the Call of Duty mode. Yeah. Which has been like a staple of everyone's lives for decades. The last, yeah. And, uh, but when you just say, oh, we were playing zombies, it sounds like a kind Night of... Nightcrawlers. Yeah. <laughs> for a it sounds like an idiosyncratic, like, drama game. We turn off the lights and walk I start around. at one corner moaning, and you start at the other, and we'll meet in the middle and see what happens. <laughs> see who's the most convincing dead. So we were playing zombies, um, and the way our flat is, like we've alluded to before, we all sit in a line. <laughs> like we're at the bus stop. <laughs> we all sit in a lovely little line. And just directly to the right is the door to the kitchen and the light was off. And all of a sudden, the bread fired itself across the room with all the force of, you know, those lines that used to jump out of cannons back in the day. It was more that it kind of limply fell off the cupboards onto the floor, but still with no corporeal impetus. It had a lot of uh, just ectoplasmic air about it. I'm Mm. worried. And your bathroom, if we haven't mentioned this Yeah, we've this mentioned the, the bathroom locking itself. Yeah, it locks itself, turns, the, turns light the light on. on. It's all very strange. Very dreadful. Now... But anyway... Back to Drano. Yeah, so we've had to use this Drano. The sad thing about the Drano for us... The reason is because whenever we turn the shower on now, it quickly becomes, becomes a, a bath. Kind of bath. <laughs> but only for the ankles, which is a very upsetting premise for a bath. <sighs> Uh, as I understand. Isn't that what that. happened to Achilles? I think so. It's pretty much, except the opposite. But yeah, well played. He, um, what we like about this product is that Declan, like we just got it from the shop. Mark picked it up. Mark. Mark, that's him. And it was what, like 253 quid or something? 250. And the whole, all you do with it is you buy, you walk to the shop. This is the process. <laughs> you get up, put on your shoes, walk to the shop, pick up this bottle, exchange money for it. Head home. You try not to weep about the slogan, hair today, gone tomorrow. Very challenging to ignore that, but we'll let bygones be bygones because the final step, you get home, unlock the door, and you pour it all down the drain. Immediately, the whole bottle. What a great business model, though. Genius. Because, like I said, all they have to do is offer, like, as long as it doesn't worsen the situation, like, it doesn't add to the sludge. We'll be buying it again. It's not like we can check what it's done. But if we looked and it wasn't dissolves hair and sludge it was just hair and sludge <laughs> oh no we put a big bottle of sludge added it right down um but i just there aren't many products that you buy only to just get rid of, of immediately no because like things like what kitchen tissues yeah. tissues yeah most papers that enter the house food i guess like if you buy some snacks they go out pretty quickly what are you looking at so concerned you, what have you done what? to this this mouse i've drawn on board. it it's I've drawn a, a little face on I'm it. putting a photo on the Twitter. <laughs> it's the most horrifying thing I've ever seen. It's got a whiteboard pen that comes with it. Well, I, I'm taking it. I'm confiscating it at once. Wow, okay. <laughs> Doesn't like my art now. I see how it no. is. Um, but yeah, so it is weird that you just get rid of it. But get rid of it, I have. Yep. Throwing it straight down and the drain. And what are you saying? It's going to improve the situation in Not at all. It just kind of went the same way as all water Did it does. hiss or anything? Did it like nope. foam to imply action? Nope. Did it have a smell no. that was like dissolving sludge? No. 
What about at the dentist? Have you ever had a filling or anything? So moving on to first The smell aid. of burnt tooth. <laughs> Goodness how it lingers. No wonder your girlfriend doesn't like you anymore. Anyway. <laughs> um, the first aid section of it is what um, impressed me. <clears throat> if swallowed... How? Don't. Don't if you ask. missed the drain. <laughs> Whoa! Straight, and just fell straight, straight down over. the esophagus. If swallowed, rinse mouth. Right. Do not induce vomiting. Interesting. Immediately call a, all caps, poison centre. Wow. Slash doctor. Oh, okay. Is that just another name for doctors? <laughs> yeah. Hi, I'm poison centre Smith. Oh, uh, Dr. Smith, sorry. What? Why would... Poison centre. I'm interested about not throwing it back up because that's like step one of being It's probably, poison, isn't it? Do you think it's because it burns your throat so burns, much? Yeah. But then it's going to burn your stomach and surely that's worse. But your stomach is like designed to it. protect itself from, from that sort of stuff more. Mm. More than the esophagus. But then it's going to like go into your blood and stuff. From my limited understanding of biology. Very limited. (laughs) No, but that is eventually, like, keeping it in your system can't be a good thing. No. So what are they going to do? Extract it from your stomach? They'll probably pump your stomach. That sounds horrible. Very, very painful. Isn't that the procedure that it's, like, on record, many nurses say we make it as horrible as possible to put you off, like, binge drinking? (laughs) Probably. Good idea. Yeah. Um, Good luck to them. If on skin, brackets, all or hair. Yeah. Or sludge. Take off immediately all Take contaminated clothing like hat. is amazing. The idea that you've got it on your skin, so you've got to strip naked <laughs> and shave your head. Horrid. And then if inhaled, mm. don't... Is that if you've boiled it first? <gasps> is yep. if you're just sniffing it. Remove person to fresh air and keep comfortable for breathing. Oh. <laughs> Imagine, what, is it really ever... Too uncomfortable to breathe? Well, yes. Are you That's gonna... called asthma. It's called dying. <laughs> no, but I mean, what position you're in. Unless oh, you're like bending them over like a metal pot. Did I ever tell you about, I went to visit my grandma in hospital over just before Christmas when we went for fake Christmas. I don't think mm-hmm. I did tell you about this. She was in like a ward. It was a ward where you're ill, but the triage is such, like what they've worked out is that if, as you're... 90 something if we put you in like a long term ward then that classic thing will happen you know the one the old faithful old person goes in with a minor illness picks up a worse one dead so they put you in a ward where like everyone's really spaced out and they don't really like encourage any kind of communication between the people and they try and get you like in and out as fast as possible so she's out now but she was in for like a night or two and um my mum called me because she'd been up there, she was up there before we arrived and had gone, she had to take my grandma to hospital. So she'd been visiting the next day while we were like driving up. And she was just telling me in very despairing terms of the horror of that ward and the people that were in it. Not because she's a very like compassionate person, not because of any repulsion, but because it's just devastatingly sad. There was (laughs) an old woman who she described as having folded herself. (laughs) And when I arrived, like it was the most just fantastic display of flexibility. She was fully, she was asleep, like closed, like an oyster, just flat. God. And then all of a sudden she just started going, nurse, but like into her own lap. It was like the fucking apocalypse had begun. 
No. My grandma was looking and said, I don't like old people a lot. And there was a woman next to her. And this is a very like, it's both a very old person thing to do. But I always feel that northern old people are like the epitome of, of age. Maybe oh, yeah. it's because most of the old people I know are northern. So that's where my family are from. But also it's just like an attitude of like, yeah. oh, don't do that for me, love. I've got it. But there's this very irritating tendency of the old and especially the old right next to my grandma's ward <laughs> who whenever the nurse was coming around with anything she was like offering her water she's like oh i couldn't possibly love oh don't put yourself out and she was like oh no but you need to oh no love i couldn't be a hassle i don't want to <laughs> don't want to get on your nerves love and she's like no but mrs smith you need to no love ah oh, just leave me just leave me love look at her she's all folded up and there were just like a host of characters on this ward. There was an old woman who just kept like screaming every so often, like tiny, frail old lady. She looked like she was seconds from the next life at best, possibly seconds after. And every so she was just sort of sitting in this big, like, you know, those gowns they give you, except it looked like hers had been like should have been given to a giant man because mm-hmm. it was all like bundled up around the top of her head she was like dropped in the chair next to the like fold up bed yeah and she was just sitting there breathing with like like a furious quality to it, it was like <laughs> like each breath just annoyed her that she wasn't with cheese <laughs> that it yet. wasn't the last and then every so often she just go <laughs> like what do you do in those conditions like how does that become normal? Because the nurses are just bustling about like it's like they're at the bus. Stop. You must just blank it. It's so all of it. such an odd environment, mm. like very depressing as well. I know. Well, my nan, when she wasn't uh, well, most of the rest of her life oh. <laughs> after about seventy four, um, was kind of like dotted around from mental home to ward. Yeah, at, kind of at <clears throat> random, really, and the the level of absolute despair mm. in a old people's mental home yes. is just second to none. <laughs> There's just something about a room full of old people who have all been deigned mad enough mm. to just be put in a room together. Imagine <laughs> having that power. It's like commissioning a sitcom. <laughs> like, right, we're going to get Sandra from over there. She's nuts. It just, but it, it does just seem to me, uh, it's not an original observation, that it's the most surefire way to ensure that everyone gets sicker and mad. Yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, absolutely mad. Just... Because your parameters yeah. for the world, like, if a woman's just folded over and that's de rigueur, <laughs> like, how do you ever go back to society? Well, you don't. Like, I mean, my, my nan never did. Like, yeah. she, well, most people she, surely can't. She wasn't particularly mad. Mm. She was forgetful when she kind of went in. And when she came out, she was catatonic. I suppose, if anything, just because she refused to speak to any of these yeah, people. Yeah, that's definitely an issue, isn't it? Like, it, you know, there are people in there who would only, who would just shout obscenities in French. Oh. Old, old men who would try and chat out my mum whenever she came <laughs> in, who like forgotten that they were old, semi-naked mental patients. Wow. It was, it's just insane. It's difficult. Literally. It, as well, because like, you compassionately speaking, you want to try and find the best in these situations. And obviously it's not about you. It's about the person, but it's just such a, 
beautiful visualization of what's to come mm. like that's what we're all going towards in some sense a um one of my cousins her nan was uh <clears throat> was very ill mm. um with kind of dementia severe dementia and um i remember the two most uh prevalent stories of her were one time when she just <laughs> her mum answered the phone and it was her mum saying just screaming down the phone there's shit everywhere <laughs> oh, that's not a call which is just like okay <laughs> but the other was a time that they she'd had some kind of stroke or something mm. and um they called an ambulance round for her and the paramedics came round and they were kind of did the, uh, the quick vitals check and then were testing her, her memory and <clears throat> how kind of lucid she was. And they're like, so what's your name? And she was like, oh, how much shit this? is that? <laughs> <laughs> Everywhere. Uh, you know, how uh, old are you? Like when, when, when were you born? She's like getting really annoyed, just like huffing out all the mm. answers. Like, yes, yes, yes. And then um, they're like, and who is the prime minister at the moment? And she was like, oh, you've got to be kidding. This is taking the piss. Like, I'm not a mad old woman. I know all these things. I've told you all the answers, you know. And they're like, yeah, no, I, I, I know. But if you can we, just, we just, have, we to just have to do the question there. Like, you don't have to. Like, I'm fine. I've, uh, no, we, Madam, we Madam, really, we really, we really, really. I don't, like, you don't have to do this. I, I'm, a, I'm a, an old I deserve more respect. They're like, no, we really. She went, Princess Anne! <laughs> <laughs> oh no! <laughs> oh well, you're coming with us. <laughs> oh dear. I mean, yeah, it's bleak, isn't it? Age. So from one bleak thing to the next, to the next, to a black thing, black mirror. Ah, oh, I like as it were. I like the little turnaround you've done there. The Charlie Brooker extravaganza, of, exactly of dystopic science fiction. Yeah. Now, it's been going for quite some time, the old Black Mirror. Yeah, when did it start? Like 2010? Something like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, we, d- we do our research on this show, um, which most of you will have either seen or be familiar with. Yeah. Um, we'll try our best not to uh I've to only spoil. seen one episode of the new yeah. one, so I can't... So we'll try not to, to spoil too much for you. But uh, essentially... 2011, um, guys. It's an anthology yeah. show... Which is like a kind of updated Twilight Zone, yeah, but a bit less camp, and also mostly, like, yeah, it's significantly more bleak. Yes, <laughs> um, but the reason that I want to talk about it is that the fourth season has just come out about a couple of weeks ago, yeah, just over a week ago, and um, it's where it's now on Netflix, and so it's big in America as well, um, and it's easily bingeable. Yep. It's become uh, far more popular more of a kind of cultural touchstone. And for you, a kind of litmus test. Exactly. Of tolerability. Of anyone. Yes. Um, so if you uh, if you watch it and you don't like it, fair enough. Life goes on. Disagree with you, but that's fair. Yeah. You probably like some shit things. Hamilton. Probably a big fan. Exactly. Probably already seen it. Rick and Morty. Era. Richard and Mortimer. <laughs> very, very poor. Um, however... There are certain complaints 
specifically one certain complaint yeah. that is continually being levied mm-hmm. at Black Mirror, which is to me both unfathomable mm-hmm. and unpalatable. And I think we need to talk about it. Yeah. Well, you've been brimming with anger about this pretty much at least once a day for the last <laughs> week or so. Each, um, each day I see a new example of this. Yeah. So tell us the complaint and then let's, I'm going to interview you about why it gets to you quite so, the, so heartily. The complaint is that the show is unrealistic. Right. Unrealistic <clears throat> here meaning what? It's... Not, it's not that it obviously it's set in the future, so it's not realistic if it were set now. No, but like even in the future, this wouldn't happen. This couldn't happen. There's some fundamental error in yeah. the logic of the structural logic. Yeah, now that is a criticism that's valid in some cases, mm-hmm. is it? Yeah, what's an example of that? Well, if you're <laughs> watching just straight drama, perhaps yeah. period drama, and then like the standards characters start to float. Or if you're watching, you know, Pride and Prejudice and one of them whips out a mobile phone. That would be odd. Mm. That, I feel, would bypass a lot of the kind of coy letter conventions of the day. If if you're watching uh, the latest Martin McDonough and, like, it was just... If you're watching In Bruges, let's say, Uh not the latest, a decade old, but say you're watching In Bruges and suddenly uh, Brendan Gleeson turns up and he's a frog... Or he's mad eye moody and he's mm. forgotten which he's film got a big he's staff in. and, a and big he turns what? to the camera and starts shouting about Harry Potter. Yeah. And then You'd like, be like Colin Farrell's still doing the scene, but Ray Fiennes is like really thrown by it. And Ray Fiennes is like cutting off his own nose because he's getting confused. Oh, uh, he now thinks as he's well. supposed to be in Voldemort. Oh, yeah. God, that'd be awful. Um, and that dwarf is like thinking, well, do I, do I have a duty to do the Warwick Davis character? <laughs> he's like, ones? I don't want to be derivative here. No. <laughs> I mean, not just going to jump around the parts. So, uh, you know, there are times when it's unrealistic uh-huh. is uh, a valid criticism. To be fair, I already don't think there are many. No. Because, like, the suspension of disbelief is what fiction is. Is, is. what is just art, most like, of it. You can't open a book and read Once Upon a Time and go, nah, <laughs> probably not. <laughs> what time? When? Like, when we're Cinderella. Let us know. Come on. We'll give us some facts. Yeah. I think that's a fundamentally flawed yes, approach. Yes, indeed it is. But it's specifically flawed, yep. very specifically for science fiction. Why? Because people forget that it's science fiction. fiction. But but if it's science, like it has to latch on to the science and then be fictional. Right. So what if it was like, like what's the limit? If physics just f- stops, if everyone's like entropy just doesn't matter in this yeah. story. Would that be too far? No. No, I don't think so. Well, no, that's that's just quite a good concept. Yeah, that's a conceit. Yeah. Um, what sort so, of things are you seeing? What's setting you off? Well, it's mostly tweets yeah. of people who either think that it's edgy to start watching it now and say that it's unrealistic and crap yeah. um, without actually recognising that it's science fiction. Yeah. Um, or it's people who feel the need to um, expound the, uh, the the virtues of technology and uh-huh. be like, oh, it's a shame that everyone's getting <laughs> such a Debbie Downer about computers. Because really, they're Imagine great. that being your takeaway. Like, ev- like, everyone's watching Black Mirror and being like, well, I'm giving up computers. <laughs> I tell you what, I've had to rethink everything they've done for they've us. They've made that motherfucker pig. So yeah. that's, that's me out. Um, 
but it's just it, the, what bugs me is that it's because the show has set itself in essence some limits and it hasn't necessarily set itself but the episodes thus far have conformed to a seemingly um just uh, eccentric version of a of a future mm-hmm. where technology is just kind of like that one step further towards kind of AI yeah. um, rather than doing anything particularly outlandish just because that's the way that most of the episodes yeah. have been. They're all not quite naturalistic except for the one. There's usually don't except for one the thing ones that, that aren't. Yeah. Um, but because it's done that, people think that they have the right to say when it's being too unrealistic, mm. even though it's fiction. Like, I mean, I've heard lots of criticisms of the new Star Wars, but I haven't heard anyone coming away going, it's just not realistic, is it? It, it wouldn't happen. I did see someone criticise lightsabers as a concept, but only in this film, because like apparently it's fine for light to just stop into a sword shape unless it's Kylo Ren's one that has a side bit as well. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, how's that going to work? <laughs> Ludicrous. Mad. Yes, so- I think where I jump on board heavily, because I'm very fatigued by just people's opinions <laughs> broadly. And I think there's... And the ease with which they manage to disseminate them. Yeah, it's very like the Stuart Lee thing he does where he talks about... Uh, he often talks to his audiences whenever a show's being filmed about how, like, all of us here understand what I'm saying. And then he looks at the camera and says, but anyone could be watching out there. <laughs> and, like, attacking your own audience is quite bold, but also quite valid. Probably accurate. Because if there is a particular union on the Venn diagram of traits, which I think leads to someone criticizing black mirror, particularly on the grounds of unreality. And it's that because someone's probably read a science textbook once fancies that they know a bit of physics. Yeah. I pretty much have AI down blockchain did one yesterday. No, <laughs> back of the back of the net. Mate. I only have Bitcoin. Yeah. <laughs> um, don't use cash. Don't use cards. Yeah, why bother? Why bother? It's that sense of like, just desperate trying to appear like you know more than you do people are like oh, I think actually you'll find that um, yeah. VR doesn't work like that it's like well no one gives a fuck it's not a documentary no, no it's not <laughs> like that's it it's like stupid. it's it's fictionalised yeah. it is sci-fi yeah. re- re- please remember <laughs> that it's two parts you're saying we need to put the fire back, back into sight <laughs> I um, just searched it, Black Mirror Unrealistic on Twitter because uh, I've got I've just done that. But this is just up. the latest and I've got like the just Oh, it's an absolute upon stream of, of people just saying nonsense about it. It's the new Twilight Zone, but less creepy because it's unrealistic for the near future to be that way. Oh, unlike that episode of the Twilight Zone where William Shatner sees a big furry monster on the wing of the plane. <laughs> Black Mirror was a grossly unnecessary season this time oscillating between sadism and ludicrously unrealistic depictions of panic becoming violent. Wow. Mm, Hot take. Um, It all started when a friend of ours, Mm -hmm. who shall go unnamed, um, tweeted thus, Just watching Black Mirror, ISS, sick, Callister, and the science in this show is basically zero, isn't it? I thought Black Mirror was supposed to extrapolate plausibility, an entire frozen consciousness in one lollipop. I don't think so, hun. <laughs> now, now, there's you've characterized several that things in such a way as to suggest that you didn't enjoy that tweet. 
There are several instances of insufferability in this tweet. Mm-hmm. Um, tone is one. Okay. It's very much that tone of the... Um, super silly. I was about is that to the use the exact same word. Yeah. Nice. Well, that's accurate then. That's because we saw it on the television last night. I can't remember where. Hannibal. Oh, yes. Hannibal said so. Um, <clears throat> so this idea of, you know, believing yourself mm-hmm. to be the one who gets to decide what Black Mirror was supposed to be. I think also any... The test for me is that if any tweet could begin with... <coughs> Actually, yeah. then that's something I don't want to read. I never, ever need to hear from yeah. It's just that noise, um, like, the little internal yeah. snort, like, ooh, actually, uh, Are boys. you sure? Um, and look, this is someone we like outside of these opinions about Black Mirror. So yes. Other opinions that we might disagree with. But everyone disagrees about some things. It's yes. just this particular vector is it's so, so wrong-headed. It's so weak yeah. and so, like, poor. From someone who is a writer, like, if I... If I just decided that I like, went to see one of his shows and went, actually, I think this show was meant to be about this. <laughs> so I didn't enjoy what you did with it. Mm. He'd be the first to have a sassy comeback. And so it just feels like quite an incredible uh, self-interest. I just wonder about the approach because like, it's fine, like you say, to not enjoy something. You don't need mm-hmm. to justify that. Like, Not everything has to be... I didn't like it because there is some like fundamental diverging from truth or like what I understand science to be. Just say I didn't like it. I didn't really enjoy the narrative. Nope. You don't have to have some pseudo scientific understanding of something as vague and misunderstood and indeed not understood as a consciousness. Sci fi. <laughs> yeah, well, that as well to like justify your opinion. And then the idea of an entire frozen consciousness in one lollipop. Mm-hmm. Again, not what the show said. So, mm. 0 for 3 there. <laughs> um, but that that was where I began to realise that there was you know, this kind pattern. of subculture. Uh-huh. The counterculture, as I'm sure they like to think of Well, themselves. it is, isn't it? It's, that's what I think it comes down to. It's because it's cool, because Black Mirror is now popular enough, it's reached that point, the tipping point of people coming out of the woodwork to be like, mm, well, I think if you look closely, the whole thing falls apart because of... Uh, misunderstanding of Kant's work. And <laughs> it's just like, just fuck off. So um, someone called Lord Bay mm. had a similar criticism about the same episode. Yep. Any developer oh, knows stop it. how unrealistic that's Black just, Mirror... That's just as a something, <laughs> comma, yep. as a mum, as a professor, that's the worst. Any developer knows how unrealistic Black Mirror Series 4 Episode 1 is. Entertaining, but I feel like they sacrificed authenticity for a mainstream audience. Zero percent. This is where this person reveals quite absolutely who they are. Zero percent chance that story has a happy ending in reality. So what? it wasn't like it wasn't, it wasn't the, the actual program itself. It was just the end. It was the fact that they were all right at the end. It was Be- like wouldn't have worked. That's drivel. Quite, quite. So it's that it is like virtue signaling in that case, very directly. Yeah. Any developer. Anyone who's done as much coding as I would if know that a wormhole... You can only enjoy this if you're too stupid to know not to enjoy it. Yeah. Very, um, very sad. Um, again, uh, uh, this person... This is, again, I think my uh, least favourite form of this criticism, mm. um, which is particularly levied against episodes three and four of this which series, which were my favourites. Uh-huh. What are they called? 
Crocodile and Metalhead. Oh, yeah. But have been almost universally panned as people's least favourites. Really? Because people are wrong. Oh. <laughs> um, but mostly, again, because people have this response, this type of response. <clears throat> the Crocodile episode of Black Mirror was so unbelievably unrealistic. Very bleak episode as well. Not terrible to watch, but the events that went down in the episode were so preventable. Mm. Just like every narrative step mm. ever, like that interview we were watching with Peter O'Toole. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what was the question? He's like, what if Claudius hadn't died? Yeah, he's like, no, he's like, why does... Why doesn't Hamlet kill Claudius? He's like, well, because there'd be no play. <laughs> like, he's like, and like, what do you mean? He's like, well, he he probably would, but there were five acts left. <laughs> Imagine if you went. That was your takeaway from just any art, though. If yeah. you like, are the people out there who go and see Ian McKellen in King Lear and come out going, if only they'd had mediation. <laughs> Anyone who's worked in social modern, services, modern knows. carers would not allow a man out onto a heath during. <laughs> Let a storm. alone with a clown. I mean, that's just one hundred and one. That's textbook. You're asking for trouble. <laughs> you can't have an unsupervised juggler nearby. I mean, please. Um, but it's especially with regards to episode four. It's this attitude of they could. What she could have done was yeah. this. This idea that. You sitting in your bed, munching on crisps, watching it on Netflix, yeah. uh, know exactly what you would do if you happened to be being chased through a monochrome dystopia mm-hmm. and how exactly you would have overcome enemies that in the same criticism of this thing, you've said you don't understand. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it, it, it annoys me in most bits of art. Like, obviously, there are times when such criticisms are valid, when there are particularly stupid flaws in narrative. Like, But you say that, I can't think of anything, nothing I dislike, I dislike because of a lack of ability to suspend disbelief. No, 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 and, no. I'm not saying that it's, uh, that it's ever a good criticism, but I'm saying but that so there are probably some times where it is valid to say, well, this was, this was a very dumb, like, like the classic of, you know, um, the people never communicating anything yeah. in, in like, especially rom coms and stuff where they like, like just where they'd rather assume if you had had a chat. But I mean, again, it's like, I understand it as a criticism more, but in things that are like post apocalyptic survival, like people mm-hmm. watching The Walking Dead being like, yeah, but why don't they do just do this? And you're like, imagine oh, well, that being your problem with The Walking Dead. Yeah. On <laughs> <laughs> well, the fact that it's, Eight episodes of nothing and then half an episode of something. <laughs> and then the one character they focused on for the last minute does. <laughs> um, yes, yeah, so now that you mention it, I think I have I can remember back to some very specific instances of feeling very betrayed by people who I'd thought were friends, who I've, you know, there's a ritual around showing someone something that you really like. Yeah. Sharing a part of you. Now, I've... I, protect that very very closely i haven't allowed anyone to watch most things that i like hold truly dear i can't watch with anyone else because i a i just don't want to hear their opinion almost always unless it turned out to be exactly the same like unless they're going to have universal praise i don't need that (laughs) i don't want to cut those people out of your life we don't need that sort of toxicity and so i just yeah we just have like some things that i just won't watch with people but then beyond that there have been some that are like B tier things that I think are good, like worth watching. And whenever the the times of, of betrayal have been people's superficial, like 
purer criticisms that are something about like mm, wouldn't just I don't see why that would have happened though like if your problem with a story is the internal logic of its narrative I think either you're an idiot or, <laughs> or it's actually another problem that you haven't thought about enough it's very rarely the fact that oh, someone who is capable of writing a plot misses such an important step that is unthinkable and that, that everyone in the process misses yeah. said step and that even if it is a leap that the leap is so mind-blowingly like ha- unthinkable that you can't mm. allow that to continue this is this it's is more a problem with like world building i, I have this problem with um the dark knight and the dark knight rises yep um because it's very in to think the Dark Knight is the best film that's ever been made. Yeah, well, it's not. And that the Dark Knight Rises was the most unfathomably poor follow-up. Oh, really? I didn't know make. that was the um and popular. very and very poor. And when I have spoken to people about this before, I'm a staunch defender of Dark Knight Rises. I enjoy. That I film. really, really enjoy it. I think it's a very, very fun. Tom film. Hardy is incredible. A, yeah, I would watch him as Bane for his own film. Yeah. Um. And um. The thing that people always say is their criticism of The Dark Knight Rises is, again, this idea of, like, the plot hole, mm. the, like, ridiculous loop. And for them, the most common one is, yeah, but when Batman gets out of that big hole in the desert and then he somehow manages to be the only person to be able to sneak back into Gotham City without any of his equipment, and you're like... He is the Batman. Batman. The whole, the whole law, the whole canon, everything ever written or made about Batman is about him being the only one who could do this sort of thing. I think you'll find in the comics he's a great detective. It doesn't say great sneaker. And then, and then, uh, so my response to this is bit is always something like, "Well, okay, what about the uh, cold open of the Dark Knight, where he crashes a bus into a bank?" Oh yeah loads it up with money and then drives the bus out of this big hole in the side of a bank into a line of school buses on a busy street where people are just walking down the pavement and no one says a single word about Sad it. Base. And they Sorry. go, yeah, but the thing is, is, you know, the Joker's power is a, like a supernatural sense of timing. <laughs> uh, how I love about fan you fucking yeah. go and kill yourself? <laughs> like this is the laziest... <laughs> like cover up paste over in order yeah. to defend like your preference. It's just mm. absurd that you will overlook it yeah. for something you've already decided you liked, but that you will use it as the sole reason to bring down a film that you've already decided beforehand, probably that you weren't going to like. Yeah, I think that's true. It's the hypocrisy of it because I try really hard. Like I'm very naturally skeptical and cynical oh, of just yes. like, plot in life like if someone says oh, i'm just going out to the shop i think are they really though <laughs> what if they're trying to kill me <laughs> so but i've tried like for whatever reason successfully to i will go into any film no matter how bad i think it's going to be or any play and i will try to just let it kind of wash over me i'm very happy and i think i kind of feel sorry for people for whom that isn't the way they approach Mate. things. One, oh God, I've just remembered something that really gets me. Oh, here we Watching, go. Watching, I used to really like The Mentalist and have broadly always enjoyed Agatha Christie's, any kind of whodunit. Because yeah. my gran- I used to like watch them with my grandma when I was really little. They're also just Yeah, they're just fun. eminently watchable. I love, a, I, I really like mystery literature. I find it very readable. 
compelling. There are possibly a majority of people in my life <clears throat> with whom I would watch these things who treat them rather than as an experience of watching a story play out as a challenge to their, own... to their intellectual capacity with which they must engage out loud throughout the program. Oh, no. So something will happen. Can't. In oh, well, and you're like, what, what, what do you mean? Ooh, well, well, I'm just going to kill her, isn't he? He's got, he's picked up the poison there. I was watching a lot of farmers well, at the, the time. Oh no. Yeah. That's what she's, yeah, I see it. I see it now. Yeah. I see or it like now. just preempting uh, any plot detail, trying to guess the merger. Like if that's how you enjoy it, A, and, I feel sorry for you and B, keep it in your own yeah. skull. Well, and for fuck's sake. <laughs> and it's also like, it's a bit like the kind of, like cold reading, isn't it? In that if you throw a little prediction out there while you're watching an Agatha Christie, oh, he's going to like kill her. If he doesn't, everyone's forgotten it because no one's really interested. Yeah. So you don't really look any the stupider. But if they happen to, you know that cunt is going to yeah. ride the high. Like, well, there you go. See, I, I called it. I called it. I feel a similar uh, instinct towards people who... It, in a small group, I'm, I find it acceptable if it's like a family who do this often or if it's an event like, I don't know, if it's like everyone's over for Christmas or some sort of meetup. But if there's a quiz show on, I do have a pang of annoyance when people consistently answer all the questions out loud. Because who's that for? The answer is everyone else. Like, you can answer a question in your own head and many civilised people do. But if you're always shouting out, then... You're only trying to impress everyone else. Like it needn't happen. And I just don't need to know whether you know who like was the World Cup champion in Look, Isaac, I'm going to tell you whether you want to know or not. <laughs> I don't want to. Watching hashtag Black Mirror right now, and I'm just going on about how it's not realistic. Laugh crying emoji. Wow. I must be so annoying. You are! <laughs> dot dot dot. Very much so. This ties in nicely to a film I've seen and you haven't, which is The Last Jedi which you alluded to earlier and for which I think much of the criticism has the same uh, tombe. It's got, it's cut from the same cloth. Right. Because as you'll know, it's being, it's been exceptionally divisive. And I saw it when it came out like a midnight screening, not because I'm a huge Star Wars fan, particularly. I just really like a midnight screening. Um, William got me a ticket because we went to see the first one. Not the first one, because that was <laughs> 20 years before I was even thought of as a concept. Um, but yeah, we went to see Force Awakens when it came out. And uh, so we went along and I came out of it. It was like, yeah, I really enjoyed that. I, I'm sure this will do really well. I didn't even consider that the next day I would wake up to like, like just madness. There were, <laughs> all of the cast have had like death threats and stuff. And Ryan Johnson, who was in... He wasn't in the cinema I was in, but he was in other ones in Leicester Square, like introducing the film like joyously to fans. He's like went into hiding for a few days. <laughs> he like cancelled some press appearances, from what I understand. But I think so much of the criticism is just intentionally disingenuous, and people aren't being honest about no. their beliefs. Because in the same way that you're not being honest when you say the reason I don't like Black Mirror or this episode of it is because it wouldn't happen. You're not being honest by saying, uh, well, the thing about The Last Jedi is it just, it gets rid of all the questions that J.J. Abrams asked and it didn't really deal with them in an interesting way. It's like, well, no, it's just not, 
It's an opinion, <laughs> but it's so shit. It's just not worth having. Um, I, you reminded me that of a tweet I saw earlier uh-huh. titled, Whoa, this guy really hates cornflakes. Right. And it's a screenshot of that same person's tweet saying, I was going to put porridge on to soak, but I got into bed and it was the warmest, coziest, most welcoming thing. So I guess it's cornflakes tomorrow. To which someone called Lamau Let's Go One wow. replied, Stupid fat feminist cunt. Bitches like you ruin Star Wars with your bullshit feminist ideology. <laughs> it wasn't women who grew up with Star Wars. It was men. And you cunts really want to take that from us too. Be ready because we are fucking sick of your shit. What? <laughs> Where did that come from? Also, I like that as for such a big fan, he every time hyphenates Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> like it's a, a phrase. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I mean, that sums it up for me. I think it's a, it's a different angle. I'm not saying that they're based on the same uh, exact premise, the reason that I dislike these takes on Black Mirror and Star Wars respectively. No. But they both, at their core, are a denial of your own... It's just lying about your opinion. And yeah. I just don't see what is to gain from that. What people who criticise The Last Jedi should say is, I prefer it when there's a white man. <laughs> <laughs> That's... I'm half joking. But obviously, like, let's say there's a 100% of people we could maybe chop off... I mean, I want to say five, but... I'm probably not the best person to ask. It's probably closer to like 20 of percent of people who are just instinctively like wincing at the fact that it's like female led. There's a black yeah. guy who's it's a, that's a double whammy. I know. Right well, one, and there's a black robot. So imagine they're fuck. They're not going to like me. that. Are they? <laughs> no. So obviously we can discount them. Um, but then of the people who remain, who probably like consciously at least don't consider themselves to be prejudiced in that way. They'd probably rip into those other people the same as we would. They have managed to kind of pull the wool over their own eyes by coming up with so many invalid reasons. Yeah. It's just the, the sheer laboriousness of whenever someone has to dive in to be like, yeah, but in, in that scene, I just don't get why, like why he wouldn't have said to her like this one thing It's like, what that's your takeaway from two and a half hours of like objectively magnificent visuals. Yeah. And it, it's just very odd to me. It's just one step away from dog whistle, isn't it? Yeah. I think it's all born of the same impulse. Yeah. What is that impulse then? What's at the core of it? People, is it like a superiority thing or is it people feeling attacked about something? No, it's, I think it's a superiority thing for some, for the, for the 20 slash 5%. Yeah. 30, probably 50. Uh, <laughs> um, it is, uh, a sense of um, racism that's the or one. sexism Capitalized. that's dressed up as a a feeling of being attacked, and often not, which it isn't. Being you aren't being attacked. No, you're not. That's the end of that. <laughs> but, <laughs> There's no but then, more to say. But then for uh, the others, it's a superiority thing, isn't it? It's the it's the classic one upsmanship, um, which is sadly it seems more of a problem for the left mm. that. You've just got to be that little bit more either righteous or intellectual than the person who had a take before you. Yeah. That if someone's saying, this is racist, you've got to be like, actually, that's demeaning to racism because this is more subtle and it's actually doing this. And someone going, well, actually, I'm doubling down on both of you. It's like <laughs> the exploding brain yeah. meme that there's just always another take that you can have, always a new stance that you can get to. And it ignores that over intellectualizes the fact that 
a lot of people probably just don't like having a black lead. Yeah. Or that they don't like the fact that it's different, which is basically yeah. the key, the core. Which, which should be a bonus because, and I say this with no regrets. And the at original six. At Declan at TAS. Are no, shame that's shite. <laughs> <laughs> so there we go. Yes. Um, I mean, there are some much more interesting questions you can ask if you are actually realistic about the technology. Oh, yeah. That's my main issue with Black Mirror. It just fails to imagine how we'll actually develop products like that simulation. Right. Well, Kirsten Frizina, no one ever said that was the aim. <laughs> You're a prick. <laughs> it, again, it's weird to define your own expectations and then say that something didn't meet them. Yeah. To be like, well, it was supposed to be this. It wasn't. Therefore. Well, yeah, like it goes right back to the first one. I thought Black Mirror was supposed to be about extrapolating plausibility. You thought wrong. Yeah, it wasn't. <laughs> simple no, but it was science fiction, yeah. plain and simple. People forget. I think people are quite stupid in that they forget that just because it isn't Star Wars hmm. doesn't mean it's not science fiction. Yeah, it's not That science fiction is a very broad church that includes... Most stuff, uh, you know, uh, anything that isn't really like straight drama. Yeah. Like from potentially to 2001. Yeah. So it's just, yeah. So, so yeah, the, the defining of your own expectations and then so that you can be disappointed. Making a straw man of your own opinions so that you can tear it down. So you can set it on fire. Do it. (laughs) Um, which leads into this one, which, annoyed me more than any other. Oh, okay. But this is the one that I sent you. The one that, the only one that I actually have responded to. Uh-huh. Um, which was <clears throat> Olive Utilo. Cool name. Who has the globe emoji that all the libertarians mm, slash Adam Smith people have. Oh, the uh, dickheads. That's the yeah, ones. Good memes that... Oh, no, oh, weak. No. Weak, <laughs> very one. weak. Um, has anyone... <laughs> Has anyone done White Mirror? Uh, which, first of all, is, A, sounds racist. And doesn't mean anything. Because B, doesn't mean anything because it's a fundamental misunderstanding of the title of the show, which we'll get to in a second. Okay. Has anyone done White Mirror? A series of optimistic fanfics following the actual ramifications of the amazing technologies the show demonstrates. It's fun to think about how things can go wrong, but most episodes are unrealistic. Mm. White Mirror. Now, a show no one would watch. This annoyed me an awful lot uh-huh. because he's so close to understanding the ridiculousness of his own point, mm-hmm. but doesn't actually bother to go there. He admits at the end that it's fun to imagine how it's going <laughs> wrong, and you're like, that's, "Yes, leave it there." That's the art. That's why he made it into a show. Mm-hmm. But then goes on to say, but it's unrealistic. But that is irrelevant. <laughs> that is so irrelevant. I, I retweeted his opinion with the, with the tweet. Has anyone done not cubism? A painting style that represents things as they truly are. Art is fun and all, but most of this Picasso stuff is unrealistic. <laughs> like it's, it's the same argument. Like, yeah. It doesn't, and it's weirdly, like, I mean, we've spoken about this, I know you and I before, but possibly on the show, Mm. that kind of connection, the Paul Joseph Watson videos about modern art, 
that it's a very fascist tendency yeah, yeah, yeah. to deny to, to go back to this art. incredibly like regressive biblical. It's like full yeah. on Bible esque view of like the degenerate. Anytime you find yourself using the word degenerate in an opinion, just change that opinion. Yeah. Think what's the opposite opinion I could hold? That's the right. That's one. probably the right one. Um, I say we talk about the name in a second because of this incredible tweet. Mm-hmm. Um, I was just thinking about this, and I. Think it's called Black Mirror because when you're watching it on your computer screen or TV screen <laughs> and can see your reflection on the screen that is black oh. and you're basically watching the future you'll be in. <laughs> dot, dot, dot. I don't know. Just a thought. Oh. Shrug emoji. <laughs> oh, that's quite sweet though. No likes. Oh, really? Well, change that. No retweets. You better do both. You better believe it. Um, I thought I'd follow up with just some uh, fun tweets I found about the show, uh-huh. uh, criticising it while I was looking for these particular ones. Sure. Um, just watched the first episode of Black Mirror, <laughs> and then I think he's I trying to do. I think he's trying to do a like comic book guy worst show ever. Oh wow. Please don't tell me you people watch this crap. And whoever wrote and directed the show needs serious help. Hashtag yikes. <laughs> <laughs> what a hashtag. Um, what a dreadful opinion. Well done, Wildflower, for missing the point. Mm. And then this final one from Obi-Wan Leone. Okay. Predisposed to dislike Leone here. <clears throat> I have no idea why I continue to watch Black Mirror. It is the most miserable show to watch, and all it gives me is anxiety. Zero enjoyment. Sad. Oh. <laughs> to which someone called Brooke at me now replied, there's a happy episode. <laughs> <laughs> You'll never guess which one. You have to watch them all. So what I'm saying, listeners... Yeah, what's our conclusion? ...is don't be one of these people, mm-hmm. any of them, yeah. any of the ones we have discussed... Don't, anyone, you know, from fascists denying modern art to Racists people... denying John Boyega. <laughs> or idiots denying science fiction its fiction element. Yeah. Just because it's based on computers doesn't mean your computer has to be able to do it. <laughs> right now. Tomorrow. Yeah. There isn't going to be a Windows update that makes you fuck a pig. Okay? <laughs> I can say that with some confidence. I wish I'd predicted we, it last we've week. We've been trying to develop it. It's just the technology is <laughs> not there. It it's not viable. Yeah, I guess my takeaway is uh, just be honest about criticisms and about your relationship with art. It's the danger of social media, I suppose, and this... It could be its own Black Mirror episode. Oh, good. Charlie, if you're listening. Full circle. But it's about the idea that opinions are now performative. That is a very nice phrase I've said there. Wow. I'd write an essay on that if I were me a few years ago. Because it's not enough now to just react to something. You have to have a reaction that either contributes to positively or diametrically opposes the hive mind about and a property about something so with star wars the reason it's become so incredibly divisive like just turned like that so quickly is you know there are myriad reasons fatigue with the property a suspicion of disney as a concept uh racism let's not forget <laughs> oh let's not leave yeah. that one out all sorts like valid criticisms as well it was a weirdly paced film that could be if that's something that annoys you enough I'm afraid to say you're very dull, but that's, that's fine. Have that criticism. But when you feel that your opinion has to 
provoke or join some pre-existing set of opinions. It has to like have its own little take. When everyone has to have their own take, then everyone's takes become exponentially because more Because when everyone's super, no, no one, one will be. Yeah, and there, there you go. Um, I can't wait for your Incredibles 2 takes. I hope people find that that's unrealistic. Jack-Jack wouldn't be able to do all well, have those you powers. Seen, have you seen the main criticism of it already? No. Based on, again, seemingly like unfathomable in a inability on the part of most of the populace uh-huh. to understand how art is different from life is that art can i guess what it is is yeah. it that there's that he's still a baby yeah that they're still the same age no that no one that is, they have no one aged. has that yep. opinion yep oh, it was that it was all over the like any oh. kind of reddit post about it it was all over twitter i had people i respected That's on facebook astonishing no longer of course saying you know but yeah but disappointed it's just not real she's a bit she's a bit lazy you know and like we Why? and like we we grew up with them so like they should grow up with us so so dull isn't it very very boring i just pity like it's a fun that like i'd never feel this strong outpouring of just like i just want to help you to to get into a state of mind where you can just enjoy Enjoy something for what it is it doesn't have to be life-changing most things aren't i mean we watched that the red turtle yeah very odd very very odd you just let it wash over you you don't have to, oh, it wouldn't happen. She wouldn't turn from a turtle to a person. <laughs> yeah, she wouldn't. <laughs> what of it? Like, what's your point? Fucking move on. Oh, no, I, I don't think it portrays a tsunami on a desert island as realistically as I might like. I don't even think crabs play fetch. <laughs> <laughs> Dreadful idiots. Get over yourselves. We've got an email. And then we're out. Have we just... We mentioned the episode, well... In the last episode, I think, we mentioned that we have on the horizon, which is an interesting choice of words Mm. by me, uh, a potential guest, which is Wayne Chipman, prolific flat earth devotee Mm. uh, and apologist. Now, It's turned into a bit of a roundabout oh dilemma that's nice that's nice that's we could we should make a list of these and then just only talk to him in, in, <laughs> in spherical puns <laughs> he'll love that um we asked you guys to submit any questions tass at shame.city or at that's a shame cast that you would like for us to put to a flat earther and may i stress like this is the genuine article this is a man who every single day of he the is week, he is the yeah he's the guy. guy he's the go-to guy he's like He's so... He's the guy Louis Theroux will eventually interview. Uh-huh. But also, he's so maverick in his opinions. Like, he he is a take-no-prisoners character. Mm. He's been, like, demodded from some of the Flat Earth groups because he's too... He believes he's the Earth is even flatter than Completely flat. Like, so flat. You can't even fathom <laughs> It's just it. one sheet of paper. He doesn't believe in the third dimension. No. It's just Why a complete 2D plane. Yeah. I mean, I can't even imagine where he would begin with his criticisms of flat Earth in, in the Black Mirror universe. I think Goodness he would just... Me. The whole thing would He just... watches Star Wars and just vomits. <laughs> <laughs> the Death Star. Imagine being like a, a Death Star flat Flat version. <laughs> Declan and Isaac, Mark writes, Happy New Year to you both. I've enjoyed listening to all of your holiday podcasts. Questions for the Flat Earther. 
which we will... Well, shall I say what they are now? No, let's save okay. them. Let's save them. He provides some questions from Flat Earther. Let's hope he continues this headline booking is the impetus required to get you past $100 per month Patreon subscription, which currently seems to be a stumbling block at the moment. <laughs> Unless, of course, the consensus comes about that people would rather pay to keep you weekly rather than bi-weekly. What a tough crowd this is to you. <laughs> your mother is. <laughs> Regards, Mark. Thank you for your email, Mark. I'm sure... Uh, you know, we'll we'll make do with whatever. Maybe we should happens. do a poll. Oh yeah, I think there is even a feature to do that on Patreon. So why not? Well, oh yeah, it would be counterproductive on Patreon. <laughs> okay, yeah, why not? A Twitter poll. Check out our that's a shame yeah. for that. We've got any lurkers? <clears throat> why not? Um, look, this has been a lovely episode, longer than I expected it was going to be. Oh yeah, we didn't really need to plan anything because we only talked about one. We are thing. that good. That's art, isn't it? And mm. if you've if you don't to think that's think it's worth unrealistic, <laughs> then go away. Where can people find us? Where can people get in touch with the show? Where can't they? Imagine if someone wanted to LinkedIn. pick us up on... Uh, don't go to LinkedIn. We are not there. No. Where are we? We are... Well, we're <clears> on our own website. True. Of all places. Quite a place. Shame.city. Yep. Um, some people now have that on the back of a pillow. Yes, you will have heard at the beginning of this episode that's Paul Chandler, Shy Yeti, who received his Shame City secret merch from Patreon. It is the most beautiful pillow that says it's got our show art on the front, Shame.City on the back. It's delightful. It lives on our sofa. It does. Not the same one that Paul has. We don't just all pass it. No. <laughs> there are actually multiple. That's mad to think that there are Multiple. plural. There's a plurality of pillows in existence with our goodness show me, with them. that beautiful little dog oh, and our Comic Sans names. That's I right. hope I hope one day that the person who either owns or photographed that dog stumbles across that artwork, yeah, and is touched, awesome. and then listens <laughs> and, <laughs> deeply and deeply offended. gets rid of the dog, puts it up for adoption. <laughs> I just can't look at him anymore. Just leaves it on our doorstep. <laughs> Um, uh, so yeah shame.city mm-hmm. um, where you can find all the episodes yeah. uh, very little else at very the moment little, yeah. but hopefully more to come that will change once life stops being quite as chaotic yes um, uh, shame.city slash contact yep. uh, there's a small form where you could send us any and all of your thoughts if you've got questions for Mr Chips to answer yep. if you you know, have any particular takes on Black Mirror. Yep. As long as they aren't that it's unrealistic, we'd that love be to shame. hear them. Uh, you can send similar thoughts to us via email directly, tas at shame.city. That's T-A-S. Yep. Um, you can find us on Twitter. The show is at That's A Shamecast. Isaac can be found at Isaac BD. Very and true. I can be found at Cynical Declan. Reviews. Oh, I love a review. Do you? I love How it. How do they make you feel? Five stars. Yeah, that make me feel. What if someone left a one star review because it was unrealistic? Well, I would have to find them. Yep, Liam Neeson style. Oh right, interesting. Schindler's List. Them. Saying. Not saying that I would do anything in particular once I had found them, but I'm just saying that you need to know. We'd need were. to be face to face. That's fair. We'd, that's I'd fair. need to hear it. But look, I want them to look into my eyes and say one star. Yeah, I think that's fair. If you've got anything nicer to say, that's the place to do it. Subbing on iTunes as well helps. And mm. yeah, the five star reviews definitely bolster the good ship shame. Mm. Shame.city slash review. Best place for it. Until episode 60, which I hope will be our Flat Earth special. Mm. If we can work out a good time to uh, interview 
argue with <laughs> generally battle <laughs> Wayne in the coming the days. The tour de force that is Wayne. Yeah, we'll find out. But if it's not, I'm sure we'll find something to do for it. We always do. Until then, I've been Isaac, you've been. I've been Declan. And we'll see you next time. Bye, guys. Look for the bare necessities, the simple bare necessities. Forget about your worries and your strides. I mean the bare necessities Oh, Mother Nature's recipes That bring the bare necessities of life Wherever I wander Wherever I roam I couldn't be fonder Of my big home The bees are Some honey just for me The bare necessities of life Will come to you Come to you